Hey, Fab. Hey, Paul. How are you? Good, you? Good. So today is a topic I've been waiting for for a while. Um, and, you know, it's maybe a little long of a setup, but I think it's worse in the end. And it's all about SaaS, so software as a service, sales process, and where the demo, like a fabled software demo fits within that sales process. So I have a lot of experience working in, in SaaS. Uh, we, client as a client, like as a consultant and as an employee, as an employee, and uh, you know, and I'm talking specifically about B2B SaaS. So they're selling to to, um, to companies. It's not like a self-serve process or whatever. Uh, and so obviously, salespeople come in, come in, and um, you know, the one of the first things is not the first thing they do when they speak to a client or a potential client is demo the platform. And I always took that for, for, for granted and okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but then when I started, you know, when I met you and we started talking about like sales processes and stuff like that, and, you know, you often talk about present presenting your solution should be kind of the end at the end of the sales process, not kind of the first thing. The first thing should be questioning and well, like we're forgetting the prospecting part, like the, the questioning and stuff like that. And so I was kind of wondering, is it that, you know, SaaS, you know, they tend to be startups, so they hire young, young salespeople, young sales leaders, and they're not always maybe aware that there's a, a different way of, at the risk of, of putting my foot in my mouth, a better way of doing things. Uh, and as a result, there's young marketers there too, and they're plastering their, their website with request a demo. And so, you know, if, if I'm a user and I click request a demo, I'm expecting a demo and not a series of a questioning session with, with a salesperson. So is it that it's a young team and they're not quite sure how to improve things? Or is it that, you know, each industry has its own way and it makes sense to showcase your platform right out of the gate? Um, I don't know. I've been wondering that for the past few weeks. So there we go. It's, I finally get to ask you. Well, I think, it's, I think it's a good question, Fab. I think it's a great question. And, you know, a lot of what you and I have talked about in the past is consultative sales, right? And consultative sales often... Um, attaches itself to a service or sometimes a product that is flexible and it's not something that's concrete or sellable uh, or, or defined, let's say, like uh, a specific product can be. So what I would say is that if you're doing this correctly, um, if you're really looking at what you want to do specifically is it am i being consultative or am i trying to sell a specific product so i think in the case of a SaaS, a software where you can actually demo something you can actually show someone you can actually entice someone into seeing what it is it could do for them i think that can change the sales process now it doesn't mean you won't be consultative it doesn't mean that you won't um, get to a point where you're asking questions and making sure it fits in and, and try to understand the client but I think to show the product up front might not be a bad idea. Um, Interesting. You and I can't show our products up front. You know? No. We can't, we can't say, here, this is what it looks like. You know, we need to ask questions because we're going to dig. Our, our product is intangible. Mm -hmm. A SaaS, to a certain extent, is tangible. You yeah. can demonstrate what it might do, which might bring on questions. And if you're a smart salesperson, we'll bring on questions that you want to ask mm. to find out more, to dig deeper. So, mm -hmm. you know, to take it in the extreme, it's like selling something that's totally intangible and selling a pen. 
you know. Right. So the, the SAS is somewhere between the pencil and the intangible, right? Right. So when you sell the pencil, you don't ask someone 75 questions before coming up with a pen, you know. Can I show it right. to them up front? So to simplify it, I, I would go there. I would say I don't think it, there's a wrong time to demo, but you need to have to just say, okay, I'm going to demo up front and then ask them if they want it. That's where you may be making a mistake because you're, you're leaving a gap where you could be very consultative to ask many questions to find out what it is that they're going to be doing with it and to see how it can serve them better. Because that's still where you develop your expertise as an individual. It's still where you develop your trust. It's still where people are going to say, wow, this company or this salesperson is taking the time to understand what I'm going to do, even though I can see the product, even though I can see, you know, this, this, this SaaS specifically in what it does. So I don't know, does, does that make sense? Like what questions come about from when, when you see that? And that's where I think it changes the sales process. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because you're right. I mean, if, if I'm, if I'm, I recently onboarded like a social media management tool and, you know, like I, I wanted to see what it looked like. I mean, I had heard some stuff and, and, and that's where your marketing starts playing in. Right. So you, the, the, the end user kind of already knows a bit what, what your software does, what makes it maybe a little different. So you're kind of coming in already with some expectations. So kind of seeing it and being able to ask questions as an end user makes sense. I think, I mean, I, I can't say everybody's the same, but I think sometimes a lot of sales reps, don't ask questions like they'll ask kind of a hey why are you doing this are you doing it okay cool and then regardless of what you answer they show you the kind of the same demo and i think what i'm hearing is that maybe some of the work that could be involved is yes demo but also um set up your demo so that it leads to questioning right so it's not just like okay then you Correct. click here and you click that it's like oh you can do this and you could do that is that something you've already done before or is that something you've been hoping to do? Or and then your demo itself is kind of your door opener to to, to consultative questions. Yeah, because the demo often you're right. Often people do demos say, well, here it is. You know, this is what it does. Da, 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 da. Here you go. Do you want it? Yeah. And you haven't found out anything about what the person needs, why they're using it. You can still say here, how's it work? It's fine. It's sexy. But, you know, tell me a bit more about your business. You know, what is it that you guys do now? Oh, yeah. Okay. And how do you write things down now? Uh, you know, we, we, we poke our fingers and then we write with our blood. Okay. Well, how efficient is that? You know, would you like to have a tool that actually has something like blood in it that can write down and just stays there and you don't have to, you know, lose your blood every time you write something down? Oh, I hadn't thought of that. You know, it, it, you know, as silly and idiotic as it seems, that's that's what you're saying, right? Because often they just say here, and and yeah. they don't relate it or equate it to the way people were doing it. Or yeah, and it could even be, you know, like why why how, how are you planning to use this pen? Is it kind of a day to day in the office? Everybody steals my yeah. pen, so you probably want something cheaper, or is it like no, this is to sign our official contracts, and you know because our clients are very high end, we have like this whole signing procedure, and so. Yeah, you want to buy something a bit more exclusive. So you're right, like demoing can lead to different questions. Uh, and also if you have different product tiers, you know, you can use some of your intro questions to do, okay, I'm going to demo them like kind of the middle tier uh, because it's, from my initial questions, that's what seems to be the most appropriate. Um, but do you think there is room? So like I said, what, part of my question was also, 
um, you know, marketers kind of plaster their website and, and their ads and stuff like that with book a demo. So even if a rep wanted to take the sales process, approach the sales process differently, they can't really, right? Because if from the get-go, the person clicked book a demo, that's what they want, right? And so is the room maybe to see, to experiment or test like different uh, sales processes, like, because I'm assuming that SaaS is kind of a startup and then they still don't know exactly the best process to go about it. So instead of having marketing says book a demo, they could maybe have something like check to see if XYZ SaaS is good for you. And then they come well, to, they're having a conversation with you. I think even if marketing still says book a demo, book a demo, if the salesperson, if the salesperson does it well, when they're actually in their, in, in their demo, they can leave room right from the start of the demo to say, hey, look, I'm going to show you this product, but I have a few questions for you before I start. Do it right there. Or they can say, I want to show you a little bit, then I'll have some questions. But I think marketing can still say book a demo, and then the salesperson mm. can still ask the questions, right? But it's right. got to be book a demo based on some kind of parameters, of course. But yeah. that's where I think there is a difference. And that's, that's why I think there there is a difference in something that you can demo if you have the staff demo and you're trying to get there. Now, what you need to do rapidly, and this is where the marketing guy, this is where I ask you, if you're doing a bunch of demos, if you're, if you're doing like 100 demos a day and you're selling one a month, it's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing 10 demos a day and you're selling five a day, things are good. You can look into things, see how you can change things, but hey, that's pretty good. But can you see how you can improve? Maybe I'll ask you a question. So, no, those are, those are extremes. So yeah. I still, I will still say, and this is rare that I say this, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, well, I often say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But in this case, if your demo, if, if the way the demo works, works for you, don't just try to change it because you want to become more consultative if that demo goes in a certain direction. But be open. Right. And I would say that 95% of the time, the consultative approach in addition to your demo will probably be a lot more successful, you know, unless you have something extremely simple, but I'm sorry, if you're selling even a product that is demoable, that has a certain amount of SaaS usually has some complexity in it. You asking questions should define what you're focusing, what you're focusing on in the demo. You know, mm-hmm. when, when when the CRM guys call me up and want to demo their software, it's not the same for everyone. It's not every sales company that has exact same functioning and process. And there are certain things that are important to certain people, you know, how it yeah. connects with the RP, how it connects with the billing, um, you know, how many people would be using it. You no, know, there's a bunch of things that you, you should know. Now, you could ask these questions before you do the demo, but let's face it, it's pretty hard to be consultative, you know, in a in a form, <laughs> yeah. You know, before, you know, in a questioning form before you send it out to people. So, yeah, and I mean, you're right. There are some things, you know, but at, at some point, like you do want to be consultative, consultative, and and get sales to speak to the person. And I think, you know, that's definitely something I've seen in my experience. Maybe salespeople needing to be trained on on consultative selling to to really push the questions further. But what I'm hearing from you is like it's not so much oh, like every sales process is the same. And so a consultative sales process presenting is usually towards the end once you've qualified and everything. It's that because it is demo, because it is demoable, because you can see what it does, um, then, you know, showing the product up front is good. 
But again, then the challenge becomes if you're just showing it and then sitting back and then doing 75 follow-ups because you haven't asked if the person is, you know, why the person is looking into this and stuff like that. So it's really not a question of like when you're showing your product, it's more a question of making sure that you're asking those those right questions um, during at, at the beginning of your sales process. Whether you decide yeah. it makes sense to do it within a demo or it makes sense to do it before, like you're saying, if, if I'm having a low conversion by just showing a demo right away, maybe I do need to spend more time at the beginning of yep. fact finding and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and let me give you another analogy that is, you know, I'm, I'm, I like giving analogies, but, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm a, a company that's looking to buy a fleet of trucks, right, and, you know, they're, they're specific delivery trucks, well, when I show up at the, whatever, Ford, you know, fleet sales guy, the guy might show me the trucks first and say, hey, look, here's what they look like, you know, quickly, but then if he's smart, he's going to ask me questions, right, he's going to ask mm-hmm. me a lot of questions to find out exactly what it is that I need. But you know, that shiny object or that sexy demo also is, hey, I want to hear a little bit more. I find it's fun the way this thing works. And, and, and you know, if, 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 if you're doing a demo, it's because you believe your product demonstrates quickly certain advantages that you think are, are going to be fun or, or good for many people. So mm-hmm. there's probably some value to that just to, you know, tweak the interest. Now, again, if you're selling a service or, or something very boring looking, um, you know, the, the demo might be not be the way to, to do that shiny new object, right? So that's where I think there's there. I think that's where I don't think it's bad to demo up front, but it's bad. Like you just said, if you're just splashing it out there and then you're not asking questions saying, I'll call you in a week to find out if you want to buy it. Well, then the person's like, wow, you know, maybe they haven't seen the connection. That's why to be a good salesperson, you need to go in there. And that depends what you've hired your sales force for. Mm. the intensity what you what you're trying to do how much does your SaaS cost you know if if you're if the only way to be if the only way to be efficient is to have someone doing uh, 10 demos a day because your SaaS is very you know very low monthly cost well maybe if they spend two hours on the phone with someone you know the efficiency is not there right so then then your demo is part of marketing rather than part of sales yeah um, yeah, and we've seen that where some some companies like you fill out the form and you get like a pre-recorded demo and 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 whatnot. So um, and you're right, but if you think about it, and it's, let's say assuming that you know you do have margin and it is a higher ticket item and it does make sense for your salesperson to talk to the prospect, I think it's also you know put yourself in the prospect's shoes, right? If I'm comparing let's say CRMs, um, you know, and, but I'm not thinking about my sales process and I'm not thinking about uh, the steps and I'm not thinking about coaching. I'm just thinking about the track email and the track phone calls and stuff like that. You know, you're kind of putting the onus on your prospect to determine which, which CRM is better and you're not helping them in a way, figure it out. And that's what questioning does, right? It helps you figure out, Oh, well, you know, I do need something that's completely customizable. I, I can't be limited because we have something super complex and if by questioning you realize that that's in fact true and my CRM doesn't tailor, well, you know, it's a bad fit, you know? And so, you know, after that, it's your, your call to decide to push, push forward or not, but you know, it's not the perfect fit. Right. But if you don't ask the question, you're kind of letting that prospect do the homework yeah. themselves. Yeah. You're letting the prospect do the homework themselves and you're really, act, you're acting like a live marketing ad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah. which is not necessarily bad, but it's, you, you need to understand what your objectives are and what the KPIs on those demos are. Right. 
Yeah. What, what, what are the what are the indicators that you're looking for? What, what kind of return are you looking on 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 that demo? Now, yeah. if you have a bunch of uh, you know, if you have a bunch of school children, you're paying a dollar an hour, exploiting them to do uh, you know a bunch of demos. Maybe your your objective is different. So that uh, it's interesting because I think the demo lives between marketing and sales, like a lot of things. Yeah. But it definitely lives there. And depending on the SaaS, and not every SaaS is the same. And then, you know, if you do a quick demo and you're following it up by, you know, and it might be the demo is 5% and the consultative bit is 95%. Now, it might be in a simpler product that the demo is 50% and the consultative bit is 50%. And it might even be with a really simple product that it's it's really all demo and it's really all marketing. And I'm, I'm not going to follow it up with consultative sales, right? Because it's... Right. Um, it's something that is very, you know, very direct. Uh, there's no, you know, it, it does what it does. It's a table. It sits there. And, and for whatever reason, you know, I'm trying to, it's not a good example, but anyways, it's this very simple SaaS that does something very specific. Then it's just a demo. It's just marketing. And then you yeah. want the individuals. Then it's, it might just be a volume game. If your demo is a volume game just to get it out there to as many people as possible and they'll flow back in, that's great. But if you need, and you, you'll gauge that and you'll know that. Yeah, and that's interesting, right? You said, like, what's ultimately you're saying was the objective of, like, the, the business objective, revenue objective, right? An early stage startup might just be like, I just need to get as many users as possible. And then it gets into a volume game. And I'd rather yeah. give a discount and, and this and that. And just because I need to be, have people on the platform, whereas a later stage SaaS might have, you know, profit, profit goals and stuff like that. And they need to make yeah. sure that they're onboarding the right client uh, and not, not just any old person. So there's, that comes into play too. So if I kind of sum it up, like you kind of have to see, well, is your product demoable? Is, what's your revenue goals? Like is it revenue, profit? Is it users or stuff like that? And, um, and then, you know, like is there room for optimization, right? So if you're noticing that one way is not working, well, maybe try something else out uh, and so on and so forth. So those would be kind of the three things I've, I've heard from you. Yeah, and optimizing and, and qualifying, right? If you really need to qualify from your end, well, then you need to have that discussion. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. Those are the three things. That, you know, those are really the things you need to look at to, to figure out if that's good. So the, the, so the answer as usual is not simple. But it, it's not it's not that you should stop demoing for sure, depending on what it is you're trying to do. So, you know, if I had five SaaS companies come up to me and say, hey, you know, how should we build our sales process? Um, I, I would look at, you know, what the results of the demos are, uh, what it is they're trying to achieve, what are their marketing efforts, um, what's their growth potential, what's their market share, like you just said, how mature how mature is the product, and do you have a do you have a uh, do you have a revenue goal or, or a margin goal for each client? And if you're just starting out and you're trying to just get people that you might even need to be more consultative because they don't know your product, you know? Yeah. And so, so uh, it changes, but all that to say really that I don't think it's bad to demo up front. It's not bad to tantalize, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of websites do that even with, pro with services, you know, they sort of show you a little bit of what you could do. Oh, okay. Now I get it. And then, then you jump into the questions to go a lot deeper. Right. And you're right. I mean, if we compare it maybe to like you're, you're talking about a truck or a car, you know, if you go into a car dealership and, and the rep is just sitting with you for an hour and a half asking questions and you're just like, you know what, I, I kind of did my research already because that's something we haven't talked about is, is how prepared the client is or the prospect is, I should say. But if I've done my research and I know I want to try out the Tesla 3, 
you know, like don't talk to me for 45 minutes or an hour about like why and this and that. It's like, but maybe use the road test as a way to ask more questions, you know? So well, here, some, actually I'll flip that around. Bob. If the person comes in and knows exactly what they want and, and, and you, it, it, it let's say uh, enables you to maybe simplify the demo to not doing the big demo. Cause you're going to go specifically on what's important to them. And you, mm-hmm. they've answered your questions. They've asked, asked, you know, if they've answered, if they've answered your why, and they've gotten to the, you know, that deep why of why they're getting, and you understand what their objectives are, you know, the demo might become much more specific, you know, all I'm looking right. for is a car that has flashers. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, you know, that really changes a lot then rather than saying, okay, I need a, you know, I, I, you know, or, or all I need is a car that's blue. Well, you know, there's, there's, there's things that you need to know. And, and if the person comes in very prepared, well, that's where your questions will be much more specific and your demo will be much more specific too. Yeah. Good point. You're right. Both sides. Yeah. Interesting. I think we've yeah. covered it. All right. Well, thanks. thanks Bob. It's been another, maybe, you know, if, if people have questions, uh, they can, they can shoot them off because this is an interesting one. Yeah. Very interesting one. I like thanks, this Bob. One. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Paul. All right. Thanks.